last time on Join the Party. Nothing happened. What do you mean? I don't know why you're looking at me like that. What? What? Okay, fine. Lots of villains dropped into the gala to clear the streets of Lake Town City from science trash and ruin the place. What seemed like a robbery job by Painkiller Larson and Big Jeff and the Muncher turned into so much more when a person made out of yarn ripped holes in time and space and started kidnapping party guests. Many of those guests were people of interest, and many of those guests were powered, and there might be some overlap there. The LT3 fought back hard, and in Val's case, ran around helping a foppish triplet find their siblings, but no one is sure if they were successful or what's happening next. Lots of people are missing in action, including our favorite floppy-eared friend. The fight is over, and the cleanup crew is here, but we can still get the party started. We've turned the page of the comic book from the villains, like, disappearing in a shower of pixels. And now, like, the next panel is just, like, a full page, but it's really focused on, like, one janitor in the front, like, with a push broom (laughs) trying to, like, clean up all the crudite that was spilled. And what's that? You zoom in on their name tag and it says Brandon (laughs) Grugel? Huh. Confirmed, Brandon Grugel in LTC. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. So we spend like a lot of time working on the interiority of Brandon Grugel, figuring out what he's doing here. Flashback childhood, sepia toned. Yeah. So an entire issue goes by where it's just Brandon Grugel, and now we're on the next issue. <laughs> and yeah, they're like there's a Jenner with a push broom cleaning up all the crudite around with a lot of the invited guests have already cleared out. So you're in this lo- very large building, and there's like very few people there now. It's just like the detritus of this party and everyone kind of pulling themselves together here. Would you guys like to learn about how short rests work? (laughs) Eric, it's been four years of me playing Dungeons and Dragons and I don't think I've ever taken a short rest. Please explain it to me. (laughs) Eric, it's been one week since you looked at me. Turn around the sound, it's not angry. I would like to know how to rest shortly, please. Okay, I've also never short rested before, so we're all learning something together. Woo! So here is how you short rest. You take a period of downtime, at least an hour long, during which a character does nothing more strenuous than eating, drinking, reading, and tending to wounds. And then you're going to spend your hit dice at the end of that short rest. Uh, You have 10 hit dice because you're level 10, um, and each of you have a different die depending on what your class is. Monks and druids have d8s, and barbarians have d12, and you can roll them to regain that number of hit points back depending on how many of those dice you feel like rolling. And then when you do a long rest, you get like up to half of those 10 hit dice back, so you can get up to five of those back. Sounds like a good deal to me. Sold. <laughs> I will say, if you want to take a short rest, you do need to take that hour. I think that you will, you will need to like vibe for an hour in game. <laughs> so be sure to uh, decide when you want to do that as well. Mm. So I think that let's just pick up here. 
Where are all of you? What have you ended up doing? I think this is like a few minutes after the end of the fight. So um, what do you think you're up to? I think Volcani's game plan is I'm going to forego my short rest because I did not take a lot of damage in that fight and I don't have to like regain any spell slots Brag. or anything like that. Sorry. <laughs> I was being dragged around by a triplet. I wasn't in much of the fight. <laughs> That's fair. So I think Volcani is going to forego that short rest and I think they're going to like go floor to floor to see if anyone is like stuck anywhere or like hasn't managed to evacuate the building yet and tend to any injuries or direct people where to exit. Cool. Wonderful. Brandon, Amanda, are you going to be taking your short rest now? I think we'd, I'd want to regroup with the team first and okay. get on the same page. But yeah, I think Milo right now is, is panicking and running around and trying to find the folks that are not here. And by that, I mean find January. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It's chilling. I think we should regroup and meet somewhere in like an hour and 15 minutes because I would love to definitely take that short rest. I'm down to 34 hit points and I've used almost all my key points. So I need to do that for sure. I'd also love to, uh, do you, would you say that Eric texting is more strenuous than reading? Does that, can I text during a, a short rest? You may text, but anything that requires a role, I'm going to say you can't do. So Makes like sense. if you want to try to figure out where someone is and you think that they have their phone on them and they'll text you back, you can do that. But anything more than that, I would say no. Yeah. I think I want to like just sit in the lobby and get myself together as Volcani is doing this, but I'd love to text Tegan and also Carmen and say like, SOS, we're going to need you. Where's a safe place to meet? Cool. Wonderful. Let's see. If Amanda is short resting, Brandon, do you want to as well? Yeah. If, if uh, Multitool's doing it, might as well. Yeah, I Hell think, yeah. Brandon, we can, like, turn a cité or a poof, like, make a little fort for ourselves, like, turn it on its side between us and the entrance just in case anything comes <laughs> bursting in and just, like, lay there with a potted plant between us. Just, <laughs> just vibing. <laughs> Incredible. I like the idea that Milo was running around like a chicken with his head cut off and Multitool came out to him and was like, stop it! <laughs> Slap <laughs> my face. And I take you over, sit you down, I zip my cowl all the way over my head and just, like, sit there quietly. <laughs> And Milo's gonna call on Tuna, and they're gonna sit there with their hands in their paws and just and just meditate. Oh, wonderful! Okay, so let's do that short rest. Amanda, you get all of your key points back, and I assume you want to use all of your all of your hit dice. Um, I'm just gonna roll and see how many I get back, but I'll do up to five. That's right. Okay, two, not a good start. Three. Okay, no, yeah, I'm just gonna roll all of them. All right, I got 22 hit points back. Okay, and you Ooh. rolled five hit die? I rolled die. five hit die. Sick. How far is that from your top HP, Amanda? That brings me to 56 hit points of 76 total. Okay, you're doing all right. That's not bad. Not bad, not bad. But glad to have my key points back. That's the important thing. Mm. Yeah. Brandon, why don't you do your, your HP thing, and then we'll talk about your spell thing. Cool. So I am at 33 from a total of 63. That's all from getting booshed by Wendy's shadow hands, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Flirting <laughs> is what it's from. Yes. Oh, of right, right, right. So that's 12. What I appreciate about you, Brandon, is that you truly leave it all in the field. <laughs> 27. I'll just say it's 27. That's fine. So I did six hit die and got me up to 60. Perfect. You're a spellcaster, Brandon, right? 
Shit, am I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Sounds fake. We're going to figure out a little way here for you to get some of your spell slots back. I was looking into this, and the Druid of Land, uh, the Circle of Land, has a natural recovery thing that they that they get, and I think that I'm going to extend that to you. If you spend the entire time communing with Anubis or the the ghost world or the ghost realm, you can recover a few spell slots. Uh, basically, you're going to get five points which is half of your druid level, and you can redeem those points for spell slots. A level one spell slot is one point, a level two spell slot is two points, level three spell slot is three mm. points, etc. What spell slots would you like to redeem? Well, I would also, I would first like to paint the picture. I think Anubis, I like the idea that Anubis likes to get like a missive of pop culture from the alive world. <laughs> Sure. So I think uh, maybe Milo and Tuna go down there and uh, maybe, I don't know, watch Ozark or something with Anubis and uh, just hang out, you know? What does Anubis think of Jason Bateman? I think Anubis thinks Jason Bateman is doing his best work. <laughs> mm, I don't know if you knew this, but Jason Bateman actually directed a lot of these. <laughs> I like it because so many people die. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and uh, I think I'm going to take a second level and a third level. Perfect. So I have no first level slots. I have one slot of two and three and five and then two four slots. Wonderful. Okay. For all of you playing at home, now you can put that on your the Milo bingo cart that you've yeah. been keeping up. If yeah. anyone had Jason Bateman and Anubis in the middle, middle go ahead and check that. <laughs> if anyone <laughs> knew I was going to say Anubis, uh, 100 comedy <laughs> points to you. All right. Well, I think that as you two are vibing doing there, I think that you get a text immediately back from Carmen. Was Carmen there? We didn't say that she should be, and all things considered, rather her not be in danger, but she definitely, like, was probably monitoring social and, you know, retweeting any sick pictures of, like, us in our outfits. She's sure. probably at some, like, HQ, like, social HQ, you know, like, getting texts of photos back from us to put on social, et cetera, et cetera. Which is Carmen in her bed with a laptop. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Carmen texts you back and says, Do I need to put pants on for this? No. <laughs> Incredible. I'm on it. Um, that's Tegan. I'm just going to say, I just got out of the fray. Are you okay? Where'd you go? Tegan texts you back. Oh, I was in the bathroom. Just leaving the bathroom now. Where are you? Lobby. Uh, then you hear, hey, where? where's Multitool? And it like echoes from level three. I'm going to like raise a hand and keep one like clutch on my side, <laughs> like clutching a bruise and be like over here. You see Tegan leans over the side and be like, oh, I'll be down in a second. Should I jump off as well? No, no, that's just for me. Oh, okay. I thought I wanted to do cool things, but no, it's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then, yeah, Tegan's going to take the stairs down to you. I think Tegan then meets you on the first floor on your the sate. Like, are you, can I do anything? What, what do you, can I, how can I help? Can I do anything? Uh, I just need to like sit here quietly for like maybe 30 more minutes and just get all my, all my processes running properly again. I got, I got a little banged up there. Kilanova's doing that too. And then I gesture where <laughs> Kilanova's sitting with his hands out in front of him, clutching paws that no one can see. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> just like no eye, just no eyes, yeah, no yeah, pupils. Yeah. Like, is he, is he okay? And you hear like, oh my God, a casino? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That, that, that sounds... Is yeah. he watching Ozark in there? I think he has a, a mind palace situation where he you know, retreats <laughs> to, to to recover um, as well. I, I think Volcani's doing a sweep. Um, but anyway, I uh, that was really bad. Um, 
bunch of pe- people got taken, a bunch of civilians, and a bunch of uh, villains came here and then pixelated away. Can you, like, bring your beautiful brain to bear on this issue here and help us root out Gutenberg? Because I am fucking tired of this. And the last thing that January said before he was taken God knows where is movable type, which, you know, I'm not, didn't get a degree, you know what I mean? But, like... I know, I know that Gutenberg invented the printing press. Like that's just a that's just a, a thing in the world. Um, and I, I'm smart enough to put those two things together. Anubis, Anubis knows. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, move movable type. The those are the fuckers that fired you, right? Yeah, they're the ones who fired from fired me from Average Bear, who just invested in Average Bear, and then I got fired. Why are they? They donated here. Gutenberg and movable. Fuck. Oh, how did I not put that together? It was right in front of me. Especially as an investigative journalist. <laughs> Val says Shut up, Lakani. <laughs> oh my god, I fucking hate those guys. Well, I, I didn't think that they were. I mean, are all VC companies secretly run by supervillains? Should I be? Is that like a thing? No, they're like a mundane evil. <laughs> Uh, I think I think unequivocally yes. Right now, the one that I'm most concerned about is Gutenberg. So we don't we need to like I don't know between you. I texted Carmen also. She is like a a researcher of the highest caliber. No offense, but like she the things that she can find out about like bots and shit are scary. So I I think between the two of you, you will be really big help in finding out where this is. Like no offense, Dr. Morrow. We've gone to her. We've tried. This is not fucking working. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Absolutely. I will get. I'll get on that. I'll plug myself into the research stuff. But hold on. I need to do something really, really important, just really fast. And for the remainder of your short rest, Tegan just like has you in a big hug all the way around. <laughs> I know this isn't actually true, but I like the idea that Carmen is just like a Gen Zer and it's just younger than all of us. <laughs> She's like, I'm not a great researcher. I just know how to use the internet. <laughs> Just know how to advance search on Google. Brandon, that's a hundred percent true. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> Carmen is just like is Carmen's just like twenty-two and good at her job. <laughs> we do a cutaway to a flashback of Milo trying to teach Carmen how to use a sniper program on eBay, and Carmen's just like eBay, huh? You know they have this on Depop, right? Do you know what stock X is? I can I have this already. I don't need to I don't need you to do that. Okay, let's go to Volcani who's do who's allowed to roll. Cool. I would first off, I'd like to grab the guest list from like the check-in area so that I can like double check people with the list. So like I'll discover if someone is there that isn't supposed to be there or something like that. Hell yeah. Up at the front there. I think there's definitely someone who is a lot more relaxed because Emily Slaughter hasn't looked over their shoulder in the last 30 minutes or so. <laughs> and yeah, I think that they, they give you the uh, they give you the guest list, um, which is on a uh, specialty iPad. Cool. And I think Volcani is like, you can leave now. Like we should probably evacuate like, you know, the personnel and stuff like that. Oh, oh, fuck. I mean, like, I still have, like, an hour left on the shift, so can you just, like, I will make sure that you are paid for this remaining hour and, like, for the end of the day. Emily Slaughter's dollars. All right, let's go. (laughs) Oh, fuck yeah, dude. And uh, (laughs) this person person running the front door just takes a long board out and then scoots away. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) 
Wonderful. So yeah, you have the guest list. I can tell you the names of everyone. Remind me again. What what do you what do you want exactly? So I would like to kind of do a sweep of all of the floors to make sure that there's like no one stuck anywhere or injured or anything like that, and also to kind of like double check the names of anyone that I don't recognize. I would also like to find my girlfriend, but that is like part of the reason I am doing this. Sure, sure, sure. Start by making an investigation roll for the invite list. Cool. Can I use my fame at all for this? No, you cannot. You're famously good at reading. I got a 17 (laughs) minus one, 16. Great. Okay, with a 16, I'm going to say that everyone you ran into was on the guest list. Okay. You can kind of put together the names of the two folks who walked in with Hitomi because you're like, oh, well, there's Mona and here are some other organizers here. It's like people are grouped by rich people, community <laughs> organizers, supers, etc. Yeah. You can Oof. put together that the woman in the wheelchair's name is Kathleen Devi, Kathleen D-E-V-I, who works at SUNY LTC. And then the uh, guy with the beard, his name is Robin Garcia. And he was looking to do some community work in Weston. He's from Weston. You also see that, like, <laughs> all of the shell corporations that were listed next to the Samaye, they're attached to people, which are probably all the rich people who you ran into who were in the frosted glass mm-hmm. room there. Um, there's also a corporation next to Byron Zorn's name. What is the name of the corporation? The name of the corporation is just like the people for a greater today and tomorrow. Oh, no. LLC. Oh, Oh, no. So he's definitely running for mayor. Yeah. Listen, it doesn't say there's a super PAC next to that name, but doesn't it sound like it, huh? (laughs) And that's what I'll give you with the 16. Cool. Oh, you also see that uh, Mason, Max, and Maxi Multitude all were invited. Okay. Everyone take a shot. I feel like suing you for defamation. This is such a weird feeling to hear the word (laughs) multitude uttered in this podcast. All right, so I would like to start searching for people and kind of checking names as I go off the list, being like, all right, I found this person, I found this person, I found this person. Sure, uh, make a, why don't, this is a perception check for me. Okay. You also still have the uh, the contacts in it. Oh, So great. they're kind of running out, so the this is the last perception check I'll give you. Okay, uh, <laughs> great. I rolled a 15 and then a natural 20, so... Bang! Let's fucking go! Uh, Julia, will you roll a 1d4 for me? Sure. Holy shit. What? A 2! I'm going to give you a choice here. Again, with a nat 20, I love giving Julia choices. If As you're running around, which of the upcountry keepers would, would you like taxonomy to be around or would you like sour anthony to be around remember sour anthony is currently wearing a military dress uniform that he is doing he's doing stolen valor with oh i would like to do sour anthony so i can rip the patches and the badges off (laughs) incredible yeah i think that you go up to floor two and i think that sour anthony is like in the detritus of a one of the bars that has been pushed over over there and uh he's like just in total disarray and like covered with drinks his fake uniform is like stained with like creme de menthe and triple sec and stuff <laughs> cool. i go up to him i rip the patches off of his uniform i go where the fuck were you hey, uh, i got trapped in, i got trapped in a net in a yeah okay 
Useless. It was like yard. There was yard everywhere. They tried to pull me in, but I flipped them out. I haven't <laughs> seen a single one of you this entire night. So uh, forgive me if I don't believe you. Oh, well, fuck you, man. <laughs> I was I'm not, not going to do this with you again, Sour Anthony. I'm not going to uh, do can it. Can you? There are still people around. We're at our. We're at our jobs. All right, Top Gun or whatever the fuck your name is. Cl- close enough. Fucking Charmander. Can't even evolve. <laughs> just fire. You're like. All right, where is the rest of your team? <laughs> I don't know. I got strapped in a net. Are you saying a nut? <laughs> no, trapped in a net. Yeah, trapped in a nut. <laughs> trapped in a nut. It's just a nut. It's just a nut. It's just a nut. I don't know. I haven't seen them. I have the test running around. I believe was in a meeting. I don't know. Who was Emily in a meeting with? Uh, some rich person, I don't know, really attractive, very symmetrical face, like Grecian, or like the Rome, like the golden ratio. Like blonde? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Were there two other people that looked very similar to that person? I don't know, man, I was drinking grasshoppers with the crumb of men. All right, you're useless. Get out of here. Oh, fuck you, man. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. And he flies up <laughs> to, to the roof to get away get away from you, just like smelling like so many sugary liqueurs. He doesn't fly. Hilarious. He just hovers. He hovers yeah. up to the roof. He, yeah, he hovers slowly up to the roof. Um, with a nat 20, as you are kind of like scoping around the other floors, I think you maybe make it up to floor four, you run into uh, one of the triplets. Which one are you? What? I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Which one are you? What's your name? I was trapped in here for so long. Hi, I'm Madison Multitude. Wait, but there there's no Madison in the triplets? I'm here with I'm here with both of my triplets, uh Mason and Mac. Oh, so you're Maxie. No, I no, I'm Madison. So who's Maxie? I don't have any idea what you're talking about. One of your siblings came and was like, I gotta find my siblings, Mac and Maxie. I mean, I don't know where any of my other siblings are, so maybe you can help me with that. They're on the roof, and now we're gonna go up there together because I'm very confused, and one of you tried to, like, chloroform me with a napkin. We're gonna find out what's going on here. I don't know why they would do that. That doesn't make any sense to me. Were you in a meeting with someone named Emily Slaughter? No, I showed up only a few minutes ago. Okay, we're going upstairs now. I don't trust this shit. Wonderful. I'm glad you give Julia the many doppelgangers to deal with because I, I couldn't handle this shit. <laughs> I would like spray paint them with uh, on their forehead. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great idea. Val just like puts a little like mark on their cheek. You're you're one now. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I, we're, we were all born at exactly the same time. Terrifying. That would kill your mother. <laughs> Oh no, that's terrifying. Don't talk about my mother like that. Slap, we're in a duel. You're, you're watching Ozark with, with the new bitch. Shut up. Brandon's still watching Ozark. Um, I love Wyatt. Okay, you have Wyatt. <laughs> so yeah, you have Madison. Someone give that girl an Emmy. <laughs> Ju- Julia Garner deserves an Emmy. Um, yeah, so now you are walking around with Madison Multitude. Okay. I want to find the other triplets. Okay. As many of them as I can find. I want them all in the same place. Okay, with a nat 20, yeah, you go to the roof with Madison, and you find Mac on the roof. Okay. Mason's gone. Mac says, I don't know, I was looking around for you. Where have you been, Volcani? You're the one who tried to stuff a napkin in my mouth? That doesn't sound like me at all. (laughs) 
so fucking confused. You all look the same. <laughs> Both of them say at the same time, I don't, I don't think, think we look, look that, that similar. similar. Oh, you suck so hard. Tag him on the sheet with the... Yeah, with you're number two now, Mac. Uh, make an attack roll on that. Sure. Because you know who doesn't want to be touched? Uh, a fancy lad. Hey, 18 plus 8 plus 4? That's high. Yeah, I think that Mac tries to like pull away. He's like, don't touch me. And you, you tag him. Yeah. And Mac says, oh, I didn't like that at all. Mac, what were you doing during this party? Uh, I was around. I was donating to one of the various things to take the science trash off of the Where street. Where were you when the fight started? I was on the roof. No, you weren't, because I was he- I was on the roof when the fight started. That doesn't sound like me at all. Okay, I, I'm going to use the unknown glasses yeah. and look at him. And one of the properties of the unknown glasses is I can identify if someone or something is an illusion, a construct, or something else that is not what it seems. Fuck yeah, dude. Cool. Make an arcana check with them as well. Can I do it with advantage? Yeah, because you're using the unknown glasses, you do it with advantage. Oh, that was a good roll for the first one. Okay, so I rolled a four, but I also rolled a 17, so it's a 16. Okay. Nice. 16. Yeah, you're looking at Mac, and you're looking at Madison. And Madison, like, when you pop the unknown glasses on... I feel you like know, it's, it's a vis like you know how certain sunglasses you can clip on like an additional yeah. layer of the sunglasses? I feel like that's what it is. It clips onto the visor that I already have going on. Hell yeah. I love that. Yeah, you clip the unknown glasses on and So you know when you're looking at like heat seeking glasses or like the with the heat signatures? Like an infrared. Sure. Yeah, like infrared. And you like see the heat of a person, so you know it's a person, and you look at a chair, and you don't see anything? Yes. So you look in Mac, and Mac has the whole heat signature thing going on. And you look in Madison, and Madison has no heat signature going on. All right, so you're a robot, and then I grapple Madison. <laughs> Wonderful. Let's make an opposed uh, roll here. Okay. That's a strength check, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's a 13 plus 8 plus 4. <laughs> What's that? 25. All right, let's roll again. We tied. Ooh. Whoa. Okay. All right. Ooh, that's good. 31. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, 31. Yeah, you grab Madison. And after Madison, like, again, tries to, like, get out of your grip and be like, mm, I don't, what, a, I'm not doing anything. Why are you, why are you attacking me? You're a robot. How does Madison feel as I'm holding them? Like a person. Like a person, does it feel like there's heat coming off of their body? Good question. I would say no. Okay. But they certainly feel like a squishy person. Okay. And I think Mac says, stop, stop manhandling my sibling. What are you doing? Mac, name your siblings for me. I, I don't know why. It doesn't. I think that instead you should leave us alone. No, tell me your <laughs> siblings names right now. Um, well, there's me, and there's me, I'm Mac, and Mason, and Maxie, and Madison. You guys told me you were triplets. There's plenty, we have a lot of siblings. Oh, God. Uh, why does this one not have a heat signature, but you do? <laughs> that's all, that is not, that's not dinner party conversation to ask someone <laughs> about their heat signature. Listen, I have to be a little suspicious right now, 
so you can answer my questions and I won't, like, you know, have to detain the two of you. Or you could cooperate with me and I would like to intimidate. Okay, make an intimidation roll. Cool. 17. 17. Okay. (laughs) All right, let's make dexterity checks here. Because we're going to go into, like, a loose initiative to see who gets to move first. Oh, I get advantage on that, then. Cool. I got a dirty 20. Okay. With the intimidation that, that rides, I think that uh, you, can move, you can move first and you're doing the intimidation. Remind me again, what are you trying to intimidate? What are you trying to do? I want them to answer my questions truthfully. I would like to intimidate a zone of truth, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine. Let's let that ride. So your question is, why does Madison not have a heat signature? Yes. Also, I can see that Madison wasn't invited to the event, right? Yeah. You listed them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was Mason, Maxie, and Mac. Yeah. Okay. I think Mac straightens up a little bit and says, Well, when I'm putting everything else together, I guess I can't give them a heat signature as well. And now it is (laughs) Mac's turn, and Mac is going to grab the wrist of Madison, and Madison starting from the wrist uh, is like literally going to get sucked into the hand oh of God. Mac Multitude. Multiple man. Got Multiple it. man. Right, I was about cool. to say that. It's like, well, I guess it's time to take my leave. Thanks for helping me out though. And then takes a few steps back and then just goes over the railing of the building. I look over to see where they've gone. As you run over, you see Mac Multitude fall one story, two story. Mac blows you a kiss and then disappears into pixels. Gross. Ah! Another villain. (laughs) Piece of of shit. (laughs) Oh, did I find Hitomi while I was doing the floor checks? Great question. No, Hitomi, Murph, Kathleen, and Robin are not in the building. I think Val Val is going to text Hitomi being like, I heard there was a problem at your party. Are you okay? Please answer. Let me know. Hitomi says, oh my God, yeah. A bunch of villains showed up, but then a bunch of superheroes showed up. It was tight. Uh, we ran out when all of that stuff happened. I'm at like a diner like 10 blocks away. Cool. You and all your friends are good? Oh, yeah. I'm with Murph. And then we, I, I met some people and we were all just kind of like hanging out here. Cool. Just you and Murph? Oh, no. We met uh, like two community organizers and uh, we're, we're kind of chilling out there. I got disco fries. Cool. Have fun. Bring me home some disco fries. I'm going to eat all of these, but I'll order another one and bring it home. Thank you. Got you. Heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji. Adorable. (laughs) What color heart does Hitomi use? Uh, Hitomi uses green and then does a pigeon at the end. Incredible. (laughs) All right. So now the short rest is over. All of you can get all get back together. Yay. Hey, it's Amanda. This might be an unconventional one, but I just wanted to shout out siblings in this mid-roll because I was recently looking for a new skincare routine and it occurred to me, oh, hey, I could ask the three people whose skin is genetically the same as mine. And sure enough, my siblings had great skincare to recommend. So far, I'm really enjoying it. So here's to you guys. Welcome to the mid-roll. Thank you to all of our patrons, and especially those of you who joined us recently. That's Sebastian and Christine. Welcome. And a special shout out to Yoast, whose name is not Juiced. I'm very sorry about that in the after party. 
We get to make Join the Party because of our incredible patrons, and we truly could not do that without you. So, to thank you all for your support and give you more Join the Party content to enjoy, and frankly, um, us more Join the Party content to make, because we enjoy that, we are launching a brand new podcast just for our patrons. That's right. It's called Party Planning, and it's a monthly, but probably more often because we're enjoying it so much, video podcast where DM Eric answers your in-depth questions about playing and running D&D and other TTRPGs. Every episode, Eric is joined by one of us players or maybe some of our friends, we're not sure yet, to talk about topics like character and item creation, being a better and more fun player and DM, homebrewing, reskinning, and navigating interpersonal situations, all of the stuff that you want to ask about running games. At the $5 tier, you patrons get the audio of party planning. And at the $10 tier and up, you can see our voices come out of our faces. I know it's kind of weird with the video version. Plus, at the $20 tier, you get priority when submitting questions to the show. And best of all, the first three episodes are available today for all of our patrons. Whether you're at the 5, 10, 20, whatever tier you're at, you have access right now to three episodes of party planning. You can listen to me talk about the DM player relationship and how DM slash player slash snacks is my OT3. Brandon and Eric talk all about monsters and combat and just bring a chaotic energy that I very much enjoy. And Julia and Eric tackle sword timber by making up new items on the fly that you can use at home. These have been so much freaking fun to record. We had the idea after reading your feedback in the Multitude Summer Survey, uh, and then within like two weeks, I've recorded three episodes of it because we just love it so much. And that is all because of you, our patrons. We hope you enjoy it. And please leave us feedback in the party planning channel of our Discord. We're going to make a heck of a lot more, and we can't wait to hear what you think. And of course, if you want to listen to or watch Weird, this new monthly podcast from Team JTP, all you have to do is join our Patreon for as little as $5 a month. Go to patreon.com slash join the party pod and become a patron today. It is also a great day to check out the other shows that are part of the Multitude Collective. I think you would really like Exolore. If you listen to the show, I know you think about world building and wonder what life would be like on a planet or country or city different to your own. You got to wonder no more about how writers create these worlds because we have the facts for you. Every other week, astrophysicist slash folklorist, that's right, Dr. Moya McTeer explores fictional worlds by building them with a panel of expert guests, interviewing professional world builders, and reviewing the merits of worlds that have already been built. All of Team JTP have been guests on the show, so those are great episodes to start with. You will learn and laugh and gain an appreciation for how special our planet really is. Subscribe today by searching ExoLore in your podcast app or go to exolorepod.com. This episode is sponsored by Plant Hero. I am so excited to tell you about this new sponsor because Plant Hero provides a personalized one-on-one video call with a plant specialist to assess your plants and your space, saving you time and money by giving direct and actionable advice for anybody with houseplants or gardens in North America or the UK. I had a call with the Plant Hero Advisor, Ian, yesterday and learned so much about what my plants need, what kind of fertilizer I should use, and when different kinds of fertilizers are good at different times of the year. I didn't know that. And even got some help identifying a mystery plant that I got in a swap meet but wasn't sure how to care for. Their specialists hail from botanists, farmers, plant scientists, and horticulturalists who are ready to lend a hand to anyone with plants or gardens. 
We all love our plants, and they are on a mission to make plant parenting as stress-free as possible. Check them out online at planthero.app, where you can use the code JOINTHEPARTY at checkout for 25% off your first plant or garden checkup. That's planthero.app, and use code JOINTHEPARTY at checkout for 25% off your first plant or garden checkup. We are also sponsored by Girlfriend Collective, a sustainable activewear company for everyone. Whether you want to feel comfortable while walking, doing yoga, swimming, or just lounging around at home like Tuna the Cat, they make cute and comfortable clothing ranging from sizes double X to small to 6XL. They sent us some leggings, and I love that they came with pockets. Pockets! Life-changing! They're also squat-proof, so you can exercise or lounge with ease. I know a ton of us are trying to be more sustainable and ethical in our consumer choices, so I'm glad to know they use recycled materials, and their packaging is 100% recyclable, too. They even have a garment take-back program, so once you're done loving your pieces, you can send them back to be upcycled into new gear. For listeners of the show, Girlfriend Collective is offering $25 off your purchase of $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash join the party. That's $25 off $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash join the party. Girlfriend.com slash join the party. Finally, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. This is how I get therapy every week, and it's a great option for you to consider if you're looking for a trained therapist to help you work through things in your life. You can start communicating with somebody in under 48 hours and find a broad range of expertise that may not be available to you locally. It's available worldwide, and they've already helped over 2 million people take charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. You can log into the app anytime and send your therapist a message as well as schedule those phone, video, or even live chat sessions, however you feel most comfortable. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today, and so do we. As a special offer for Join the Party listeners, you can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash join the party. That's betterhelp.com slash join the party for 10% off your first month of therapy. You deserve to live your best life, and therapy can be a great tool to help you get there. And now, back to the show. Volcani, you can relay all that information, blah, blah, blah. What do y'all want to do? Hey, Killanova. Yeah. Uh, before we leave, can you, like, look at this, uh, the, like, knit stuff and see if maybe we can, like, I don't know, uh, trace the science back to the people who made it, maybe? Have you guys ever watched Ozark? It's fucking great. And then Mila goes over and picks up some of the yarn. I think um, Dr. Morrow might actually be able to help, too, but I can give it a shot. Cool. Yeah, I think you can do an arcana check just straight up on this thing. Okay, great. Can I give him the help action in some way by also looking at it and being like, hmm, science? I think that the way to do it, because you you were the one who destroyed the net, you can pick up, like, the burnt fibers of some of them because a lot of it is gone because it's, like, those portals or those rips in time and space, like, lassoed a lot of the yarn back into it so you can be i'll give you let you give the help action because you burnt one roll with advantage thank you okay so i'm also going to cast guidance so i add a d4 11 plus 2 is 13 plus 5 is 18 Woo. uh what exactly are you looking for i would love to see if i like recognize any of the like, in science terms, School of Magic kind of vibe. Like, is it a mushroom deal going on? Or is it some other kind of, like, you know, is there some sort of a scientific signature of the maker? 
Sure, is sure, it sure. A power that we've seen before. Yeah. I will say that this is not a construct. It is not sci-fi tech shit. This is like from a power. And it seems like putting two and two together, the yarn dude made this using his power and also made the uh, the portals as well. You can kind of like look at where the some of the portals were before. Maybe the one that Volcani destroyed. And you can see that like it's like someone did a bad job sewing a rip in a t-shirt. It's like there's literally some fibers like sticking out and it looks like someone put together the fabric of time and space badly. All right. I'm going to take some of it and pocket it because maybe Dr. Morrow will be able to take a look at it. Yeah. Sure thing. And then I'd love for us to walk out through the decontamination room and the alley. And I'd love to use my lay of the land background to get a perception check when outdoors on anything out of place in an environment. I'm curious how the muncher got there and if there's any like clues as to who put him there or where we can run him down. Love that. So yeah, the lay of the land is multi-tools background. Multi-tools version of preserver's superpower. I love that. You go into like Firewatch places. Do you like stretch up to like look at everything from like a top down view? Like you're looking at a map? Yeah. And I think I, I'm trained to look for signs of like arson, you know, and, and criminality and also tracking bears and stuff. So I feel like I'm I'm pretty good at tracking and showing up at an environment for the first time in like two or three months and being like, what's out of place here? Sure. <laughs> you make your roll. So I get advantage on perception checks. Yeah, do it. That's an 18 plus 6 for a 24. Holy shit. All right. Yeah. I think, you know what's out of place is that when you walk down the alley, you see that, like, shit has been trashed and eaten through, like, blocks down on this alley. Like, the muncher walked there and then, like, sat in that pile of garbage and then was disturbed by Milo and, like, maybe that wasn't the right time for them to show up. Can I see down hmm. to his origin point? Where did he start from? You can follow the trail of the muncher if you'd like, but yeah. like the muncher walked there. <laughs> like <just, laughs> someone didn't like tr- like didn't no, airdrop them yeah. in like a fucking Fortnite bus. Like the muncher had to get there. Okay, cool. A reference that I understand as a youth. <laughs> so then the only thing I want to do is just take with me any items that seem like they are kind of still together. Like after the fight with Room and Lou. Is it just like, you know, metal stuff all over the room? Are there any items that are intact? I just want to grab them or, or make sure that the scene is secure. That's a great question. Multitool, you kind of just like look outside immediately. But as the three of you walk into the decontamination room, I think like Lou is focused and working on room right now because room has two bites out of him from the muncher. And Lou is, like, trying to, like, wrap tons of gauze around him, trying to, like, suture things together. I think that as you walk to the back door, kind of, like, ignores you or doesn't, like, immediately, like, hail you as you come in the the door. I think Volcani goes to check on Lou being like, sup, bud? You do okay? And I'm going to cast some kind of healing spell here. I'm going to try to figure it out. Uh, Lou is just like, yeah, I'm, um... You know, you kind of don't think that your 12-foot-tall giant mushroom defender is going to get hurt at all. So I'm just trying to, like, work on this right now. If you don't need me in for anything, I'm just going to, like, keep... I'm just going to keep working on this. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So... Listen, I I have a truck. We can can take you somewhere. Are you okay? Like, let us drop you off somewhere. You can come with us. I can put you somewhere safe. Do you have Uh, a parental figure who is going to come and pick you up from this? No, my mom isn't gonna pick me up from soccer practice right now. I just I'm just working on this. I I 
Uh, I sorry, I don't have. I'll, I'll figure my own shit out later. I just need to. I just need to do this. And Kilan was gonna put his hand on Lou's shoulder and say, "Hey, Lou, do you mind if I take a, a stab at, at at help in the room here?" You can do that. That's a thing. People can. That's a thing. People can do. I can. Yeah, he's I can got try. ghost powers. Yeah, it's pretty creepy, but it's useful. Oh shit! Like Danny Phantom? <laughs> Not exactly like Danny Phantom. No. How old are you? Do you know Danny Phantom? Yeah, I saw Danny Phantom on TikTok. Oh, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. I don't know why I questioned that. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, do, do your thing. I'd, you know, uh, here's a weird thing that no one thinks no one thinks about. Like, we have invented nuclear uh, explosions and, like, atomic bombs, but, like, no one's figured out how to, give, how to like, heal people yet. I know. So, no, nah, go do, do your thing. No, it's please. Up. Go off. Please. Great, thank you. And Milo's going to walk over to room, and he's going to call on Tuna, and I'm going to cast Healing Spirit. Hell yeah. What does Healing Spirit do? I call forth a nature spirit to soothe the wounded, which is my cat. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tuna immediately, like, jumps on room and, like, then steps around like cats do, like, testing a mattress. And then after, like, a few seconds, just curls up right in the middle of the giant mushroom man. Wonderful. So cute. Uh, when the creature I see moves into the space for the first time or their turn starts on there, they can restore 1d6 hit points, and they can do that a number of times equal to 1 plus my spellcasting modifier, which is 9. So they can do oh. that up to 10 times. Whoa. Nice. Fuck yeah, dude. Love okay, it. let me quickly roll 10d6 and see what's up with that. Bang, that's 44. Yeah, I think after Tuna gets all curled up and purrs a lot, I think that both of the bites out of Room start to reform. Yay. Lou explains that Room has a certain amount of healing powers, as it were, because, uh, you know, they're a mushroom and they can reform like that. But this is 100% helping. Anything that you see quickly, like mushroom regrows in the giant bites. And then eventually, like, room is totally whole again, except for outlines of big old fucking chompers on where the bites used to be. And then Room is like, kitty! And and squeezes Tuna. <laughs> Probably too hard for a cat, but fine for a ghost cat. It's a little therapy cat. Perfect. And immediately Lou is just like, oh, oh, yes! Love this! Incredible! Oh, yeah, do you, uh, thank you, thank you. Um, no, thank you. You you were uh, so important to this fight. And Room is a badass. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, no, thank you. Sorry, I was being such a jerk. I'm just, I felt, I was so worried. Um, no, I don't need a ride. I gotta, like, I'm keeping, my parents don't know I'm here. Uh, so, no, I'm good. But if you need, like, the smartest person in Lake Town City to tell you anything, I'm fucking here. I am here to do that for you right now. Kilanova elbows Vulcani and says, hey, you wanna see if she can figure anything out with the ropes? Oh, yeah. So, Smartest person in Lake Town City, obviously, this is Lou. That's me. I don't know if you guys were introduced yet, but Lou is the smartest person in Lake Town City. Yes, I'm the smartest person in Lake Town City. Lou, can you look at these and, like, I don't know, ascertain where they might have come from? Because we're trying to trying to find the person that stole a bunch of people from this party, including our best friend January. He's a rabbit. Oh, the rabbit? The rabbit. You guys are, yeah. oh, y'all are best friends? We're yeah. best friends with the rabbit. Damn. Damn. That's tight. I know. We're lucky every day. 
yeah, uh, I can take a look at it. Um, Lou turns over the rope, like, oh, this is this is wild. It's I've never seen anything like this before. I mean, there's some fabrics. It's like incredibly. It's strong but flexible, and uh, I mean, this is no one made this. Uh, it definitely came from someone must have. I don't know. I don't know where this came from. Uh, I think Lou can't tell you about anything necessary more than you ascertained. Is that Lou would have told you without a shadow of a doubt that no one made this as powerful. This is also like you also already know this is time and space shit, which is outside of Lou's like ability as a sci- as a, a technologist and scientist. Well, if Lou can't do it, Doctor Morrow's fucked. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm also smarter than Dr. Morrow. I don't know if anyone knows. I said I just smartest to... person in Lake Town yeah, City. Yeah, you saying in Lake Town City kind of implies that you're, you know, comparing well, yourself. I kind of figured that you knew her, so I yeah, wanted yeah. to double down with that. That like, I'm also including Dr. Morrow. No, I have the sure. tests and stuff to, to prove that. Yeah, do you, like, have a biography or something I could read, you know? I'm working on one. It's current. If you can download it to my itch.io, you can check that out. Thanks. I, it, it's on Gumroad. I don't know what that is. I only have one. (laughs) I'll send you the link. I'll see you. Thank you. Yeah. But uh, listen, Lou, like definitely get some rest. Don't get in trouble with the law slash your parents. Um, But we, we definitely will need your help at some point. I'm going to give you this. These are like all of our, our hero numbers. You can also tweet to us, but like that's more public, you know? Um, But I uh, just, I'm going to ask you a favor. If that's cool. Yeah. Don't tell my parents I was here. Reverse favor, like favorite change. <laughs> wow, that was like favorite judo. Like you took my favor and made it a favor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, judo flipped. I respect it. Uh, no, if if you get contacted or see on the internet any by anybody or anything to do with Gutenberg, the printing press, like old technology, like before the internet, you know, like to make books and stuff. Sure. Um, like that like maybe read the wikipedia article and just and just get a sense of all of the you know puns that this guy might use she's um, the smartest person in lake town city she knows what a printing press is <laughs> you're like come on no offense, you're young you were born in the 21st century i don't know how to deal with that <laughs> i no, it's it's fine no it's cool i learned about uh i learned about the printing press on tiktok excellent good <laughs> well uh, he's bad. Our education likes- system has failed us. <laughs> actually, actually, our education system is now on the internet. <laughs> anyway, he likes to do terrible puns that have to do with his own name because he's a narcissistic jerk. Sure. Uh, he's he's full on dangerous. I think he he was responsible for what happened tonight. Okay. So I I don't want you getting in trouble. Let us know if you see anything. But we're trying really hard to take him down. So like maybe I can text you tomorrow or something. But I I I'd love your help. Yeah, no, I'll keep a I'll keep a lookout. I don't know what I'm exactly I'm looking for, but if I see something weird, I'll let you know. I mean, the last guy that we kind of tangled with, like, literally met him on the dark web and like took untested technology from him. So, like, don't do that, and that's a good start. Okay, don't take untested technology. Lou takes out her phone and yeah. puts like the notes app. Don't take untested technology from a stranger. But yeah, if you see like a like a weird flyer, Twitter bot, like uh, on a TikTok account um <laughs> someone trying to talk about the printing press in lake town city or about us just like just send it to us you know? yeah I, I think tegan also says like yeah he, there's a there is a vc i think he's running a vc company uh if you see that 
if you see like pixel people using pixels as teleportation, you can use that too. I, I don't, I don't yeah. know. Again, don't put yourself in harm's way, but that's what we're looking out for. And you know, I, I think you're, you're a friend of the team. So I think Lou says, nice. I'm a friend of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like we're like a, like a pot of like a, peas in a pod. Yeah. Like a pot of, yeah, peas, peas pod. <laughs> we're peas. Cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Peas are really nutritional. We're, we're fighting for for peas. And then Room says, peace. this got weird. <laughs> weird. <laughs> no, don't take my NPCs. Room is chill. Room is fine. Room says nothing of the sort. Uh, room says peas. Adorable. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, I'm just going to go back to my house. Um Oh, also, for future reference, I don't, I don't look, I, this is like a fake face. I don't look like this. What? Huh? Huh? Yeah, I'm using like, I'm using like, like face swapping technology. So I, Like Game of Thrones? What? (laughs) (laughs) Where they can change their faces? Oh, yeah. No, it's not like Game of Thrones. I've been watching Game of Thrones with my girlfriend lately. Because I, it's bad, but no. it's interesting to rewatch. For sure, yeah. Listen, more power to you to rewatch it. I would never, I never would, would want to watch it ever. Um, or like in those Marvel movies where all of a sudden they like take it away and there's pixels and it, they're a different person. Yeah, yes, it's like that. Yes, it's like that. So gotcha. this is like a, this is like a, you know, like y'all, you, you, you all wear masks. I wear procedurally generated computer faces. That's dope as hell. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Also, I don't follow. I don't show up in pictures, so don't take pictures of me. What? You're the coolest person I've ever met. <laughs> Should we just retire? Yeah, probably. Lou, you want our jobs? <laughs> I mean, you did talk about Twitter, so I think you should all just retire. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Sorry, that was a, that was a young person burn. I shouldn't have done Ouch. that. I love that. I love that we're friends. <laughs> and we hug. <laughs> Hell yeah. Lou like hops on the shoulder of room and uh, they get out of there and they take the long way home so their parents aren't suspicious. Imagine there's like an end of Ferris Bueller's day off scene where Lou and room are running back to their house while trying to race their parents home from something else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just insert that there, Brandon, to sound design that. Just, just put that in there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they bounce out of there. So I think it's the three of you and Tegan right there. Right there. I think that everyone else has kind of just, like, made themselves scarce unless you want to talk to them. So, like, the Samaye was there, but they kind of just, like, I'm going to get out of there. Byron Zorn as well is like, I'm going to get out of here. And if there's anyone else you want to talk to, but I think that y'all can go on your way. I do want to double check that there are no, like, unsecured science objects that have not been treated. I think that a lot of them got munched. I think you're seeing a lot. There's a lot less than when you were in the room before. Some of them have literal bites taken out of them, but none of them in here are, like powered cool uh yeah i'm trying to think if there's anyone else at the party that i desperately want to find there's one person but i don't think val would go looking for that person so i'm not going to do that so is that dom five? Oh no i don't give a fuck about dom five <laughs> fuck dom five he can find his way home i think at that point you see like dom five is trying to walk out really casually but is trying too hard to look casual so it looks like he's like hey i'm just walking out and no one's looking at <laughs> Volcani me just yells across the room i'm watching you <laughs> hey see you later Volcani. all right as he gets to the door he like breaks into a dead sprint but you still see it like a little bit <laughs> what a piece of shit and dom five is gone 
Well, I, I feel like the plan should be find January. Yes, find January and take down Gutenberg. We should also contact Des. Yeah. Julia, the player, is still suspicious of Des, but you guys have not told Val, the character, about the fact that it was all mushrooms in powering the devices, so... I'm not suspicious of Des. I'm I'm more suspicious of, like, just what the fuck Dr. Morrow and co. have been doing and not telling us, you know? But Des is part of that. I'm like, this is irresponsible and classic. Yeah. Sure. I'd love to, like, trade information as we, like, load into the car, talk about the, the mushroom gun. Maybe Volcani, you can call Des and then figure out what our next move is. Volcani will text Des, be like, meet where we're planning on meeting. But- I mean, don't, shouldn't we just bring the whole team? Shouldn't Dr. Morrow come too? Yeah, let's just get everyone. Should we yeah. go to Dr. Morrow's house? Yeah, I think Tegan's like, oh, well, if you're going to a second location, do you need me? Do you want me to come? I, I don't want to stand in anyone's way. I feel like this is weird for me to meet your friends like this for the first time. Uh, no, like I listen, I'm, I'm sorry about that, but I, I super need your help. Um, let's just guys, let's just meet at Dr. Morrow's place and we'll I'll, I'll text Carmen, make sure she knows where we're going. But we just like we need everybody everyone's help on this i i don't know i i am extremely worried and i want all the help i can get and a brilliant investigative journalist i think would be super helpful in trying to tear this guy down and i know like i know you that after movable type came in you like dug up everything you possibly could on the shadowy company oh yeah i mean i did my best there isn't much but i can tell you everything i fuck i should have put that together yeah no i can tell you all that for sure everyone make uh perception checks for me 18. 24. 17. I have plus nine. <laughs> I got the least. Oh, by the way, I rolled a spiritual surge and I got a 12, so I'm up to seven. Oh, wonderful. Oh, no. Wonderful. It's <laughs> too high. high. Okay. Multi-tool. You're walking out. I think you guys are kind of like making plans. Or Tegan's like, oh, yeah, I'll do whatever. And you're about to, you're walking out. And you see like the house lights are on instead of the party lights. And I think that there's like a chandelier in the middle of the the first floor before you get to like the main balcony area and you see that like some of the the regular lights are casting a shadow off of the chandelier and you see that the shadow of the chandelier is moving a little bit it's kind of like at the top of the chandelier shadow like a little woman woman's face (laughs) is kind of like peeking out uh wendy oh yeah hi y'all you were all making plans and I didn't feel like I was invited or and stuff, so I was just kinda like hanging around to see Wendy you should come. Wendy you should come. We think you're really cool. Oh. Oh, I mean like I don't want you to invite me just because I am here and Listen, my partner Tegan just met all of my work friends. Maybe maybe <laughs> you you all could, could hang out. Yeah. Oh, Hi, and I think that out of the shadow, Wendy like re- reforms again. Wendy, entire top half shadow person, like the outline, like Mister Game and Watch, <laughs> and the bottom half currently wearing like a big poofy tulle uh, skirt, a la uh, Carrie Bradshaw in Sex in the City. Wendy, we met before, obviously, and no shade in this question. Ha! Where were great you joke, this shade. entire fight? There was not you a said pun. Shade. Oh, sorry. I was laughing at the great. I thought you were making a joke at my expense. Okay. Um, I was staying out of the way because I do not have control, did not have great control of my powers earlier. So I was staying out of the way. Julia, the player, thinks that's true. Val is suspicious of everyone at this point. I would like to roll insight. Do it. 
14 plus 4 for an 18. Yes, she is telling the truth. She was staying out of the way. The fact that she could not control your powers, her powers, I know that mechanically the spell surge kind of set that one off. However, because we've uh, found action through play, because you rolled an 18, you realize that's pretty true. That Wendy doesn't have great control over powers that don't involve, like, sneaking as a literal shadow on the wall. Any sort of, like, you know, whatever these shadow hands are or whatever that manifests as a power, she cannot super control it all that well. I think Volcani puts a hand on her shoulder and is just like, you know, that's the that's the tough thing about powers, right? Like, no one taught us how to do these things. No one taught us how to be superheroes, so... Uh, I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no one at all. I had to... I, I'm just... You know, it's hard. The only instruction I had was going on YouTube and learning about, like, shadow puppets, but that's not the same. <laughs> not quite, yeah. I can, But I can, like, turn myself into a butterfly now really well. That's cool. super cool! That's awesome. Listen... <laughs> Milo, like, freak out. Like, <laughs> Am I being 40 loud? 40%, Milo. 40%. Listen, it, it's been a long night. You have my number. Why don't you text me? Make sure I have your number. And we're going to just regroup with our team and figure out what to do. If you're interested in helping to find all the people that left, um, let me know. And, and we'd love your help. But I, I think tonight it's, it's a good idea to just let's all regroup. Yeah, um, no, I'll totally do that. Yeah, text me if you need anything, and then tell me if I'll, I can show up, and I'll, I'll, I'll help and, and take care of that. Uh, I will try to run that stuff down. I don't, I can only do that as well as um, someone who has, like, 25 Facebook friends, but I will do my best. You heard all that stuff about Gutenberg and Pixels and whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. Gutenberg. Gutenberg Gutenberg's the big, the big bad we're looking for. Yeah, if you if you see anything or if he tries to recruit you, you know, get in touch. Mm, okay, yeah, 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 because, sure. Wendy says to Kilanova, um, hey, whatever happened with those fancy lads we spilled drinks all over? I don't know. Oh, they were all <laughs> the same person, but they, like, multiplied. Oh. They were a villain. Oh, okay, good. I won't feel bad about that and think about that. Did you... Stop them? I certainly tried, Milo. Do you see them with me right now? <laughs> no. No. Volcani just <laughs> stares at him like. <laughs> He's like, all right, I will look out for. Okay, I won't feel bad about that. That I made that thing happen and all that. Great. Okay. Um. All right. I will see you when I see you. I don't know. Are we all leaving? I don't want to walk out with. You're if cool, you. Wendy, and we're definitely going to hang out. You can leave with us if you want. Oh, no, I'll, I'll take the, the back exit. And then Wendy just, like, floops into the, into the floor cool and as disappears hell. as a shadow. <laughs> I just didn't want to leave at the same time. <laughs> bye. Bye, Wendy. Bye, see you, bye, see you later. Uh, hell yeah. All right. So everyone piles into the Aggie-mobile. Tegan- Multi-tomobile. Sorry, the multi-mobile work car. Tegan is like, can I have the aux cord? Does anyone mind if I have the aux cord? No. No, go for it. Oh, I guess. hell yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not really sure what the vibe is, so I'm just going to put on what I like and just like Spice Girls immediately. Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. Say you will. Say you will. Say you do. Say you will. Say you will. 
That wasn't Spice Girls. I think that was 18s. That was S Club 7. That was S Club 7. It was. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Julia. Get the fuck out of my head. <laughs> so over the the blaring noise of Juana, I think Volcani is just like, all right, so are we going to talk about the mushrooms or not? Because multi-tool, your bear spray that you got... It clearly it has the same properties as the stuff that and the tech that Des was using tonight, right? Yeah, like I'm sure Dr. Mars' answer is going to be like, I don't know, it's like fungi are more magical. But, but we brought so... them the mushrooms. I know. I know, and she said she didn't know anything about it. Exactly. She's so lying. that's that's either she's lying or she doesn't know what she's talking about or. They haven't been communicating as Des investigates this and makes this thing, and Dr. Morrow looked at the mushrooms. So I I don't think, to be clear, either of them is, like, working against us or evil, but we have seen, like, the reason for all of this dangerous science shit is that Dr. Morrow does not think anything she does is potentially a problem. So uh, just putting my cards out there, that's what I think is happening. Right, but this is the same tech also that the, the YouTubers were using on us. No, I know. I mean, maybe a bunch of people discovered this thing and they're all using it in their own ways, but I I don't know. Maybe I don't even want to think that anything else could be possible, you know? Well, I think we need to talk to Dr. Morrow and Des about this because totally. they had this technology before we discovered it and they were kind of keeping it secret. And Multitool, you told me about that like weird look that they had before they said, oh yeah, we can make the, the, the bear spray work on people. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, I rolled a nat 20 for Tegan as a history check. And history and Tegan says like they're using the the one-up mushrooms as yeah. a power source? Yeah. It was in Dez's uh, uh Ghostbuster backpack as he was making uh science items inert again. Yeah, I mean that kind of makes sense. I mean the you know the the you can use anything as a battery. I just kind of, I've done some, wrote some articles recently looking into like biomechanics and, and the energy of all that. So maybe the energy, the ba- energy, the battery, you can use the mushrooms as a battery. If it's holding all of that radiation inside, that means that it had to have come from somewhere. The initial thing. And then it's from there. So like maybe the mushrooms are bad. We're talking about two different things here, right? Like your, your spray is... A power is a powers thing, but the battery is just... But the, they were also using it as a battery, so they might be two different things. When Aggie uses her spray, is it a purple cloud? Yes. Okay. What we know is that like, when the mushroom powers activate, purple is the color. And luckily, the, the world we live in that is easy to track down. <laughs> Yeah, Tegan then says purple is the color of your energy. Whoa. <laughs> well, purple is the color of our energy, but also the color of the mushrooms when they are giving or taking away powers. Me, DM Eric, is saying yes. Cool. Tegan is also making the point that you're talking about two different things. One is both with the YouTubers and with Aggie's bear spray. That's like the ammunition. But also, Dez seemed to be using this as a battery and as ammunition. Sure. 
So yeah. Tegan is clarifying that you, this is We're also being... We're suspicious about the fact that he was using it as a battery. We're suspicious that, like, Dr. Morrow and Des clearly, like, knew something about the properties of these mushrooms. And then when we brought them to them from the warehouse. We're just like, I don't know. We're going to experiment on them and find mm-hmm. out. Uh, Tegan, yeah, Tegan's just being like, I, this is, that's what I know for the, that's, a, if that was helpful, I was just. No, I appreciate the fact that now I know there are more than one use to the mushrooms. The problem is that they were using the mushrooms before we knew about the mushrooms. Oh, I hate that. And Dr. Morrow, just let you, Volcani, just eat a mushroom without even, yeah. like, saying anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hard cut to Dr. Morrow saying, you're going to die? Let me go get my tape recorder. (laughs) (laughs) This is beyond irresponsibility. It is uh, hiding the truth from us. Mm -hmm. For sure. Uh, I think you all have your your conversation. You're now pulled up kind of into the backwoods now that leads up to Dr. Morrow's house. Amanda, how fast are you driving right now? Be honest with me. So turning off the road up the driveway to Dr. Morrow's house? Yeah. 15 miles an hour. You're, so, you're always so responsible. All right, make a, dexter- <laughs> make a dexterity check. Add your proficiency bonus because you're good at driving your car. 25. Okay, 25. <laughs> you have your headlights on. It's now like even later because this happened like in the middle of the party. It's not like 11 at night, maybe even later. Um, you have your headlights on. You get off the highway responsibly. You put the... Oh, listen. Always got my brights on driving around the backwoods. Unless I see another car coming. Gotta. And I think that as you pull up in the backwoods, you whip around a turn. But you see that, like, a responsible distance in front of you. You see that there is one of those little babam things. Remember from uh, the Mumafavika fight, the Giga Bear? Oh, yeah. Mm. And the ones that attacked me. Yeah, the one that's like a babam body with the round eyes, but with the small dragon wings, uh, is this kind of floating in the road in front of you, and you have plenty of time to stop. I was making wing-flapping motions while I was describing <laughs> that. I want everyone to know that. Yeah, I halt the car and then point it out. Yeah. <laughs> Team's like, is that a heron? <laughs> I've lived in New York City too long. I don't know anything about nature. Volcani just looks at Multitool like, a heron? <laughs> no, honey. And Aggie <laughs> Multitool puts her arm like across Tegan's collarbones to like hold them back in their in their seat. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think you also see that this floating drone with the dragon wings has little dragon claws, and it's holding a VCR in its claws. A God whole damn it. VCR. A whole VCR. I guess Aggie rolls down the driver's side window and sticks her head out and says. What do you want? It, like, slowly flaps. Not any closer. You have stretchy hands. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Yeah, what? Do you use your stretchy hands? Yeah, I'm going to stretch my arm out from sitting inside the car to, like, five feet away from the drag with my hand outstretched, like, stop. And then I'll upturn my hand to take whatever they want to drop. I think the drone kind of, like, flaps very slowly towards you and then drops the VCR in your hand. (laughs) Oofed. And then you hear like the sound from Legend of Zelda when you get something. Wow, 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 wow. It's all little pixelated. And then it flies away. Val yells after them. There's no TV. You just gave us the VCR. There's no yeah. screen. It comes back and drops a VGA to HDMI cord <laughs> on the ground. Fine. <laughs> I'll bring him in the car and then uh, give it behind me to Val and Milo. 
could have yeah. just made a fucking tablet or something. <laughs> I know. It's true. Uh, so or emailed us. We literally have his website. As you bring it into the car, it explodes. I tricked you. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um, God damn it. I think that as you bring it inside, the top of the VCR kind of flips up. And I don't know if you remember kind of like, you know, there's a real like car phone aesthetic to like things that you think are like futuristic from the 80s. It's like, ah, instead of cell phone, let's just put regular phone in car. Like that's the future, right? So I think that there's a there's a thing with this VCR where like the top of it flips up and then there's like a a six inch like CRT grainy ass television that just flips (laughs) over the VCR. It's like, what if VCR had screen on the go? Fair enough. Like you could bring the VCR on the go. It has its own power source. What if let a screen flip up? The screen from the top of the VCR flips up and then the VHS tape inside starts as the play button gets depressed you see Brett Gutenberg and then Tegan says is that John Press the head head of that VC company yes yep Uh, and uh, it's all like super grainy it has that VHS kind of washout on it and you see Gutenberg is like sitting at a desk the same place that he he had the Gutenberg.org video he's like if you're watching this video I've died and you're now going to inherit all of my things. We wish. God, I Good wish. joke. Just kidding. I'm sure you're all laughing at that great joke I just made. Fuck you. <laughs> Mal, Mal, like, levels a finger like they're about to shoot it with, like, Firebolt or something. Be like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> well, enough chit-chat for now. Let me get right to the point. Um, please, stop. Stop with the chit-chat. I'm sure you're all talking over me. Trying fuck to you! Out Shut the fuck what's up! Happening. I'm sure you all want all of your friends back, and I could, I could tell you where they are. They're at the Vitamin M warehouse out in the marshes. All you have to do is come, come find them, and, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't want to be too Bond villain about this. I don't want to be like, oh, like, ooh, my name is, I don't know, Gold Hat Tooth, and I'm going to take over the world. I'm not like that. Just... Come, you this is pre-recorded. It before... He had to come up with something better than Gold Hat Tooth. Edit it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a creative. I have writers for that. Uh, <laughs> you know, just I would come here before uh, something bad happens. So, see you later. And then it kind of, the VHS just like pauses and stops on him like doing the see you later wave to you. What what a timeline. So oh. useful. Before something bad happens. At least give us, like, within 24 hours or something like that. I don't feel any ticking clock impetus. Mm-mm. <laughs> the VHS plays again, <laughs> and it cuts to it everything. It's like, you know, I wasn't that clear about the time frame here. Maybe I should have been more clear. I think maybe in the next hour or so, you should probably show up at the warehouse, or something's gonna bad's going to happen to your, uh, I don't know, maybe one of your friends, maybe... The one with the most floppity of years. No. And then it pauses again. It's chilling that we didn't hear January say, you're making it weird. So, here is my choice to you. Would you like to continue to Dr. Morrow's place? Would you like to hit a Yui and go out towards the marshes? Or would you like to do something else? How long did it take to get to the marshes, do you think, from this area? 
Oh man, you'd have to go. You're all that's crossing the city, so it would take a decent amount of time. Like 20 minutes? Yeah, like 20, 30 minutes. All right. Maybe more because you don't know which you haven't been to this warehouse before, so it's not like it's like oh lol, that was where we had the fight with Ant Man. Like you would have to find the warehouse. Okay, Tegan. No offense. I think we're gonna go do some dangerous shit, and I don't think you should be involved. Multi tool, you can correct me or not if you think that's right. I think. This meeting is now going to be a Zoom slash FaceTime meeting as we drive to this fucking warehouse. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. Sorry, hun, we can drop you on the way. Uh, but let's, yeah, no, we gotta go. I have an idea though. What what if we get Gutenberg and Doctor? Well, do we think Gutenberg's there? I don't know. Probably. Who can say? If he is there, I think putting Doctor Mara and Gutenberg in the same room. Might yield some interesting results. Hmm. I don't like the idea of putting Dr. Morrow in combat situations. I do. I think she'll be fine. <laughs> she doesn't have superpowers. She's just smart. She's probably got some, like, laser gun or some shit. Some bear device. Bear on a gun. I don't know. She has a bear on a gun. Right, Milo. <laughs> <laughs> I think we will learn more about Dr. Morrow than we've learned from... All 18 of her biographies combined if we put Dr. Morrow in the same room with Guten Trash. Why don't we tell Dr. Morrow during our FaceTime meeting to meet us there? Because we should be getting going now. Do we trust Dr. Morrow to meet us there? She, she's lied to us about everything. Let's just go get her. How are we going to convince her, oh, come with us to face the guy who hates you? I think we say that. <laughs> I'm fine with telling Dr. Morrow to meet us there, personally. I, I don't know. No, that's no, that's totally fair. If you wanted to show up and try to convince Dr. Morrow to come with you, you could. I think there's a lot of ifs. There's a lot of possibilities here. So I think that you have enough time if you want to just get there as soon as possible. You can take like five, ten minutes at Dr. Morrow's place. I think that there's a few choices here. Either he hit you and you go now. You strategize at Dr. Morrow's place, or you try to like be like, hey, Dr. Morrow, get in, loser. We're going villain fighting. I want to FaceTime her on the way there. Yeah, yeah. And be like, Dr. Morrow, we're going to pick you up. We need you to confront this villain. And you're going to get in the car, and then we're going to go immediately there. We're like in her driveway. We might as well try to get her to come with us. Maybe she has some cool shit in her shed that we can just put in the truck on the way there. Yeah, it's like a five minute difference if we just like don't spend too much time trying to convince her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think cool. it's a good plan, Brennan. How do you want to execute on this? I think Volcani is going to pull out their phone and open up FaceTime and call Dr. Morrow and wait for her to pick up. Incredible. I think it rings like three times. And then you see Dr. Morrow is like too close to her face. And be like, oh, hey, how was the party? Are you still there? They have January. We're picking you up. You have to face Gutenberg. The phone falls and clatters on the ground. You pull up to Dr. Morrow's house. Tegan hops out. And Tegan truly needs to hop out because Dr. Morrow, fully dressed, no longer in the pajamas in which she said that she was going to stay there, uh, with like a pretty large black army bag slung over her shoulder. Like Tegan needs to hop out of the way as Dr. Morrow jumps in the front seat and says, We're getting January back. Let's go. 